song. Bagged and boarded beatbox style. All right, yo, you ready? Ready. Let's do it. What's up? <laughs> Welcome to Bag and Board. I'm Matt Cohen. Jesse Rebels. Who the fuck Brendan are you? Brendan Creasy. Brendo Man. What? Fuck you. I introduce yourself. I'm Brendan Creasy. And Brendo who, Man. And how do we know? Who should we? Why should we know who you are? I don't know, man. Introduce yourself to the world. My name is Brendo Man. I have a website, brendoman.com, and a webcomic called Brax the Alien Rocker. Your name's not Brendo Man, all right? My name is Brendan. So what's with the Brendo Man? Um, it was a name given to me by a friend of mine. Back when? Back in 2000, he is actually now the bass player for a band called the Cold War Kids. Did They're... you just come on the show to advertise? Shit? Yeah, you my shit. shit? Braxcomics.com. You can't say it again. I never said the website. <laughs> I keep saying it over and over. I don't know. We I know you. Brendan from the, is a friend of ours. From the board and shit. We know Brendan. And I'm your webmaster. Brendan is my webmaster. Bre- Jesse, what is Brendan to you? Nothing. Nothing. Oh, nothing. I thought we had something that one no. night. Sorry. No? That no. one nothing? night. Nothing? <laughs> many nights. That many nights. Look at his shirt. You're fucking me up here, Look at his shirt. That's pretty funny. Hey, Nobody gets my shirt. I'm so glad you got it. His shirt says, I'm so excited, I'm so scared, and there's a bottle of pills. And anyone with brain would know it's from the Saved by the Bell episode. What if somebody with a brain doesn't watch Saved by the Bell? Then they would not watch Saved obviously. by the Bell. That show was on for like five hours a day for like ten years. Yeah, when you were a teenager. It's but still on TBS all the time, man. I watch it. My parents have never... You know what I mean? He, he does have a point. Yeah, but it's just on TV all the time. <laughs> I thought we were doing that already. Whatever. <laughs> Brendo, what's going on, brother? You been, you're, so you're a listener to the show? Yes, I've been listening to every single episode, except I haven't li- listened to the Stand By Me commentary yet. That's like, you're, like, Stand you're the, by you're the one. Oh, I love Stand By Me. I just... I don't know how to set it up. Like, I think, should I listen on my iPod while I'm watching the you movie? You don't even need the movie. You probably know the movie well enough. I probably do. I mean, you may, you know, maybe for the, the midget pants joke. Yeah. Watch it, up. watch it. Okay. Well, that's the only evolutionary episode. Um, I tend to correct things you guys say on the board. There probably is a few things that stand by me that may need correcting. What, like their names? <laughs> or actual I, I shit? I have you read the... Have you, either of you guys read the actual novella? Yeah, the body. See, see, you're kind of making us repeat what's already been said. If you would have listened to that, you would have... I know, I'm horrible. fucking up the show. <laughs> I totally am. No. Okay. Uh, he brought up an interesting point before you got here because you were late because you were smoking crack or uh, soliciting sex from a male dog prostitute. sex from a male? Dog prostitute. But if you solicit sex, you're offering sex, correct? No, I think that works both ways, Brendan. No, I think you're soliciting. That means you're selling it. Yeah. Solicit. Mm. Like solicitors. Then what is someone who is procuring sex be called? 
Customer? Although I don't know because I have like when you get it, like I've seen on TV when they get arrested for soliciting. Exactly. So I think it goes both ways. But that's that's a prostitute. I think no, that, like the guys picking up the prostitutes also yes. get arrested. I think soliciting is the like on cops. We're just talking about cops. I think, I think it's both. I think it's the whole transaction. I think soliciting is the pro. Why do you guys talk about pr- prostitutes so much on this show? Because we like. What do you got against hookers? Nothing. <laughs> That's not true. You gotta get oh, come on. Let's not start this shit. We're not going to go all the way there, but you recently went to, to Laughlin, Nevada. There's home, no hookers there. Home of the... Dude, there are so many. Everyone's a hooker there. Yes. They don't even know I'm it. No. Sure. I'm, I'm sure any, any town with casinos, would you agree with me? Yes. Any town with legal... I'm sure, but it, I think at Laughlin, they crack down on it a little bit more because it's mostly like older folks there and a lot of young like families. You think there. old folks like the bone? I'm sure they do, but it's probably keep kept well. It's like well... But you said he had something against them. What, what I don't. You, I don't know what to talk what about. What did you say? <sighs> you say I something? thought we were going to talk about other stuff. He doesn't. He doesn't like hookers. Not in like like not in like I hate hookers. They're dirty. But like he doesn't personally like hookers. I don't have anything against him. I just don't one. plan yeah. on visiting. Would a you house. ever visit a prostitute? Uh, if you're not in a committed relationship like you are now, one thing isn't it crazy expensive. For like something where you know you're not going to get some kind of disease. not really. See, that, well, well, here's well here's well here's the two points. You do the not really on the expensive part. Well, I guess, well, that's what I was going to say. When you asked me if I would ever partake, I I don't know if I would fuck a twenty dollar chick because anybody. But if you had the money to get like a three like or four hundred dollar girl, then three or like four hundred dollar, yeah, like man, Spitzer, like, like, like the thousand dollar girl. Yeah. Uh, uh, that was part A and part B of what you were saying is spending ridiculous amount of money to know you're not going to get diseases. Oh shit, I was going to go with porn stars actually. If you go with a regulated hooker, like let's say you go to the Bunny Ranch, are you familiar with the Bunny yes, Ranch? Yes, I'm familiar with. Are you it. familiar with that they have a website? With I know menu? it's it's safe. They a get menu? checked. They get tested, but isn't that like still like? Aren't you going to spend? No, like, aren't you, you still like going to spend like five hundred dollars there? Isn't it like five hundred bucks? Regardless, those. That's it. I'm going. I'm not- 500 bucks. I'm on unemployment right now. That's like one unemployment check, man. I'm willing to give up $100 a month for every month that my wife is gone. You, you should. <laughs> Did your wife not listen to the show ever? I, well, she's not listening to it now. Oh, she's not allowed to. They put a fucking boycott <laughs> on that shit. Yeah, did you watch? Know. What was I watching? It was so stupid. But the, the joke was fucking killing me. One of the episodes of The Office. Did you ever watch The Office this season? No. Dude, trigger bells out there now. It's awesome. The, the knock knock joke with the KGB. Yeah, the knock knock. He goes, knock knock. Knock knock. Who's there? And then I smack you in the face and I go, KGB. No, I go, knock knock. I'm sorry. And you go, Yeah, because people can't see you actually. Okay, but I'm, that's why I'm actually going to smack you. It wasn't real. Who's knock there? knock. Who's there? KGB. KGB who? Psh, Viewers ask the questions around here. <laughs> Stringer Bell did that? No, no Dwight, Dwight did. Dwight did. No, Stringer Bell has a name. He's the he's like the new. It's Idris Elba. <laughs> is he English how, or is he American? He's one hundred percent British. But is, is he has he has he has, he's the new um, Jan basically he's the new boss on. He's kind of the new Michael. No, but he's 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 hiring but why a new is Michael. He saying it because he, he knows how horrible Scranton is and he's trying to get things back there. I haven't watched the last two episodes. Oh, so you're the missing, double okay, episode, so you don't know. But what I know. Is but I. Funny? I love uh, that. Show. He, no, is he funny? Oh, no. he's pretty... Well, he's supposed to be all serious. He's very, but he's very good and convincing. But he's really convincing. And it's he's just funny. When he, I love when he was sitting and he looked at the camera. He's all, I know my effect on women. Like, because Kelly and um, Angela are going after him. He's a fantastic guy. He's really great. I mean... Have you seen him in... Uh, did you see Rock and Roller? Mm-hmm. You did? Did you like it? I loved it. Did you see it? I saw it. Did you like it? I it. I love that movie. I think he's great in it. Yeah, he's good in it. 
What else has he been in that's really that's impressed you? Besides the wire, I don't know. I don't. No, I feel like Idris Elba's been getting a lot of work lately. Maybe he's he in the new. Is he is he the guy in the new movie with Ali Larder? Yeah, right. That's like interracial. Uh, fatal attraction. Fatal attraction. Didn't they have a movie like it was called like Twa? It was like about like that whole thing. It was yeah, I think you're right. Twa. Yeah, yeah like T O I S. Because when I worked at Blockbuster, there was a movie. Called I know. Twa. I, when I worked at when I worked at Hollywood, I worked at a movie gallery. And we worked at Hollywood Video, and, so we had the trifecta. Yeah. I also worked at Tower Video, so we got the. And quad, this guy's like, this guy's like, this guy came up, <laughs> this guy came up, this redneck guy, and he's like, "Do you have that movie Troys?" And I'm like, "What? What the hell are you talking? About? Troys?" It was like funny. Do you remember there being an article about a movie called Zizix Road a couple years Zizix? back? Yeah, Z Z Y X. Have you been to Zizix Road? Yes, I've been I to Zizix Road. I drive by it on my way every time to Vegas. That's why I meant to bring it up because I actually driven by Zizix Road. Supposedly it's all haunted and shit. It's like Tom Sizemore, like really bad actors. And, it's a horror movie. No, it's like a like a lost highway kind of fucking. Yeah. Oh fuck. Well, because this yeah, road's supposed drawing. to be like this Bermuda Triangle type of like the Western, like all kinds of weird activity. And weird people and shit. It's true. It's, it's on your way to Vegas. Place. You pass. There's all you can go to websites. Yeah, there's all kinds of legends about it and stuff. But you go there and it's like it's kind of creepy. But I've never been there at night. I'm sure it'd be creepy at night. But it's just a road. You're creepy at night. I don't know. I was, Jesse. I go through periods where I'm all obsessed with, like, paranormal stuff and, like, ghost I'm shit. always obsessed with paranormal yeah, I think it started, like, from the very beginning. Um, remember that book, Scary Stories to Tell in the Dark? Yeah, totally. Dude. In the back, they had all these notes, and they had, like, these notes about where to go to find ghosts. And, yeah, no, dude. Um, and, like, I was I was so totally into that. When like, I was like, how to, again, we're... we're we're, we're going to fight the whole expert claim. I spent the night at a haunted hotel. No, but how into it? Have you read up on the subject? Quite a bit. Have you heard not of, as much are as you familiar you? with Hans Holzer? No. Okay, he's a preeminent authority on, on ghosts. I'll give you a book. I've got a giant, like, 800-page book called Ghosts, which is, it's all literal true accounts of, of, of haunting investigations. Okay. Like, it's dope, I'm into it's that. It's the dopest thing ever, yeah. I'm into that stuff. Are interested in that? In what? Like, Sleeping the night in a haunted house? Or I spent the night at the St. James Hotel in New Mexico. You, know me, right? you wouldn't no. even go to Knott's. Dude, I love ghosts. I'm obsessed with the paranormal. What was that you said about like, the actual like, ghost? Would you like to be haunted house? What did you say to Jesse? Like Jesse, would you like to be raped by two guys <laughs> at the same time? That's about as much as I want to go to Knott's. Like, wasn't that a joke? I mean, yeah. it's not really a joke though. Like, I don't like haunted. The the, con- I, the concept of of actually meeting a ghost. And, and it's and it's weird. That wouldn't scare you, but going to a freaking haunted house. No, it would scare oh. me. Would you like shit yourself? I would have a fucking heart attack. But you believe in ghosts? Yes, absolutely. So why? So why what? I just don't want to see them. They're scary <laughs> as shit. I thought you're you're, confront, you're immediately confronted with 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 with. It's just a hard thing to describe. It's like the world you the world you know will never ever be the same for the rest of your life. Why? Because you saw a motherfucker. You know, like, but you already believe in ghosts. I, but yeah, but and going back, you believe in There's China. A... Oh come on! He's been to China. Yes, I have been to so China. So he's the only one who knows for a fact that it exists. Oh come on! I, but do you understand my concept on that though a little bit? I, no, sort it's of. that whole kind of faith discussion. I don't need faith though to know that like Zimbabwe exists. Exactly. <laughs> because you're putting logic and intelligence behind it. That's the same thing I'm doing with ghosts. Have you ever met Woody Allen? No. Does he exist? Yes, because my friend's dad is oh first AD. Okay, but we know it exists because other people have been to China. He's been to China. He's been to China. So you know but it you exists. But you don't personally know He was working in the slave trade. <laughs> in uh, Harbin. In Harbin, yeah. Near the, the light festival. 
So China, did you hear this? Oh, did you read this? Disney bought one of the ice festivals in Harbin and turned it all into like Disney. I heard, I heard about it. It was did, like this big controversy. To to well, no, it's still in Harbin. Harbin has two giant ice festivals. There's still the really big one, and that's the one I went to. Yeah, it's, okay, it's crazy. It it's, it's the craziest video. shit you've ever seen uh, in your life. It's uh, basically they take well, how big of would you say an area? It's huge. The entire town, like, right? No, it's like it, well, they do it out on the well, frozen so you want to say like ten stuff. football fields. It's like out more. It's huge. They, they make actual buildings build out ice. of ice. They build mini. They build their to scale though. I, I went in. A, it was a full size building. They build ice sculptures everywhere. Everywhere out of you look is, of is ice. 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 And what they do is and they, they light, them, light up. them up with neon tubing. So at night, it's the most incredible looking sight you've ever seen. So they have like a Mickey Mouse ice sculpture. But now, yeah, the Disney bought one of the parks, and now it's all. Well, you got to think in, in, with, with the, the, what's going to be the next big superpower in the world, and as far as who's going to well, have to launch money, like that's well, yeah, that's Disney's the next Disney's making major inroads in China. They built Hong Kong Disneyland. They're working on Shanghai Disneyland right <coughs> now, from what I heard. Hong Kong's not in China though. It is part of China. Is it? They own it now. There. I was considered Taiwan. No. Oh, that's the opposite. Taiwan. That's the Chi- opposite. No. Oh man, the the worst. We worked with the Taiwan okay. girl. The worst. We did. Yeah. Fucking. The worst international incident. Could you get me a minute? Okay. I don't know <laughs> what you're talking. What are you talking about? Over there? Well, we're, we're no, because we both got microphones going, and it's going to okay. just get very confusing. Yes. I will shut still, up. I'm shutting up. Okay. No, it's not Thought shutting up, but it's like realize the ebb and flow of the show a little bit. I'm used to doing a podcast by myself. Watch this. All right. Segway. Yes. Zoom. Jesse Taiwan girl. We worked with the Taiwanese girl. Holly. Yes. It's from Taiwan. Okay. okay. All right. See, that's all we had it to do. Okay. That's all we had to do. Speaking oh. of Taiwan, though. Um, Go for it, yeah. My biggest international incident was when I was at a meeting with a bunch of uh, high ups at the college I worked at, and I happened to, in the way I worded it, made it sound like Taiwan was separate from China, which according to us, America, it is. Because Taiwan... That's- Okay, there's this whole thing with China and Taiwan, where Taiwan... We don't recognize that they're... We recognize that Taiwan is separate, that it's a separate country, whereas China... So I made the distinction, and people lost... You would have think I said, all your moms are whores. That was your worst decision. I got got one... I almost got fired from my job and deported for saying that. I got suspended when I was uh, nine, for what... The backstory. The backstory of this is from school. Yeah, the backstory of this is was that I went to camp the summer before, and at camp we had a camp talent show, and our group that summer performed "People Are Strange" by the Doors. Okay. People are strange. I played Jim Morrison. I was like the lead in the in the show, right? I had a long wig on and shit, and my counselor, who was all like hippie stoners, right before the show, they were like, "When you go out, scream out peace to apartheid." Which was back then, you know what I mean? No. Peace to apartheid. Oh, you know what apartheid is? What does that mean? Stop apartheid or yes to apartheid? No, it means means stop apartheid. Yeah, apartheid in South Africa. Apartheid was that time, was the government in South Africa where there was like... Segregation. 10% of the the entire population were the whites. Nelson Mandela. So, okay, and all that. I said peace to apartheid in front of like all Jewish parents. Everyone laughed. That was a cute little fucking nine-year-old in a wig, whatever. We go to Albany that year on a school trip to the House of Assembly or the fucking Senate or whatever yeah. the hell it is in Albany, New York State Capitol, and we sit in on a fucking meeting of Congress or whatever. Oh my god! And this is back in the day when I used to act out and I was always hyper and I was always trying to get attention. You didn't yell. You, at you did that then. Congress. It gets worse. As opposed to now, it gets worse. I didn't know what it meant. I was nine. No one ever explained to me the implications. I didn't find out until years later. 
not only did I, did I yell it out, I yell it out when they introduced, introduced the black assemblyman. Like, they, like he, he stood up and I screamed peace to apartheid. And it was just the worst timing of all fucking time, dude. And, like, the entire fucking, like, stadium senate floor went... <gasps> it was silence. And everyone fucking stared at me. And I was like, what? Because <laughs> I had no fucking... I had no clue what it fucking meant. And the worst part is, this was, like, years after apartheid yeah, was over. Yeah, I was gonna say. Like, so it was even... It was just ra- doubly racist. And, like, that guy must have been like, this little nine-year-old racist motherfucker. <laughs> Like it was just it was just it was bad. I used to have a lot of incidents back in school like that. Just That's em- fucked up. embarrassing. But always always harmless in intention, you know what I mean? My words get twisted sometimes. What can I say? <laughs> oh shit. So Amy Kins wanted us to talk about Disneyland. Disney. Did she? Stuff. Yes. Well, well I'll be sure when I listen to Amy Kins podcast <laughs> to fucking do whatever she wants. We will talk about what we will talk about, and you will love it. Okay. And they will love it. You want to talk about Disneyland? Sure. No. Well, I've never been. He's never been. I worked there. He worked there year. for years. We've kind of already talked we about, talked about Disneyland. it. We talked about Disneyland. A lot, yeah. I mean, I guess we repeat about I repeat no, it's okay. Sometimes, it's cool. Just go with the flow, Brendan. I'm going with the flow. You know what I mean? Don't worry so much about... T- I saw, like, you put the Twitter feed up. I did. I just was... No, you don't got to be embarrassed. It's awesome that you wanted to come with Chip. You got to realize you listen to the show. You know we don't come with anything. I know. I thought you did. We're so never when you, prepared. When you try to instill topics, like it goes, it was, there was like a stop in the conversation. So I was yeah, it happens. That's when I usually make fun of Jesse. <laughs> right, right, right now. Like right now, <laughs> you southern motherfucker. <laughs> tech nine, you going? Is that your tech I'm, nine I'm, jersey? I'm fucking going. When's the show? Uh, May the twelfth in Anaheim. Where at? At the Honda Center? No. Motherfucking Honda Center. I wanted to go see Metallica in December, and they Ooh, sold out in like 20 minutes. Weren't those tickets like $100? They were $62.50 or $72.50. Yeah, but then with the Ticketmaster fees, Ticketmaster like rates you. No, it would be like 90 bucks. Okay, it would be 90 bucks. I've never seen Metallica. I would like to see Metallica before. I saw Metallica. Metallica. Was it awesome? Okay, listen to this. It was Guns N' Roses, Metallica, and Body Count. It was Ice T's metal. Oh yeah, the cop yeah. killer. Ice T had a metal. And yeah. yeah, it was you a cop killer. Cop the whole cop killer no, thing. That was from his rap. I no, it was, it was called shooting. Body Count. It was his metal band. Yeah. And at the show, he actually had to stop performing because somebody threw a bottle at his head. So Metallica played an extra long set, and this was like right during Black Album. It was amazing, and this was right when Easy Illusion came out, and like freaking Axel. They came out. They had the choir. Out, they had Axel had the yeah. grand piano. Slash was playing on top of the piano. It was the coolest thing. I was like thirteen. Let me hit you with this, Brendo, real quick. Let's derail a little bit. Why? I'm talking to Jesse for mm. a moment. <laughs> why do we have Brendo on the show? I'm not entirely. I'll tell sure. you why. <laughs> because Brendo, I've known Brendo for a while now. When we're talking about you, like you're not right here, so bear with us for a minute. And Brendo, who is seemingly a pretty normal guy, and I mean that as the highest compliment. Like, seems to have a fairly average life in terms of, you know, all that kind of stuff, right? Has lived and done some of the craziest shit I've ever heard a human being do before. Like, dude's got such interesting stories that, you know what I mean? Okay. That you would, for like, how old are you? I'm 28. I'll be 29 in June. And like, when did you move out of the house? 18. In, the, in 10 years, you've done so much random shit, man. I know, it's crazy. Like, let's get into it. Like, you lived in China. Yes. Most people can't ever... Have, you never lived in another... Have no. you ever been to another country? No. 
Has it been outside the U.S.? I'm gonna take you. Our honeymoon is gonna be in Mexico. All right. Okay. Do, 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 do. Oh, it'll be hot wherever <laughs> our honeymoon is. <laughs> so you lived in China. Mm-hmm. What What was that like? Like I've never lived in another country. I've lived in Vermont. It was terrifying. New York, and California. A lot of the time. You've lived in Alabama and California. Yes. You lived in California and China. I grew. Up, well, I lived in the Midwest too. You did? Yeah, I went to school oh, in you Missouri. Went to school out in Missouri. I My mom lived in Wisconsin. I lived out there for a year. So, like, what brought you fucking however many thousands When of I miles? graduated from college, I had no idea what to do with my life, and I wanted to get as far away from Missouri as possible. I didn't want to move back with my mom. I had no idea what I wanted to do. So, wait, what and did you I was, college for? Um, youth ministry. So, why wouldn't you want to do youth ministry? He did. Well, I went to China to do... the story. I went to China... For those, for those of you who are heathens like me, uh, youth ministry is a religious, a Christian thing, right? I mean, explain it. Pretend you're t- pretend you're talking to people who don't know what it is. Well, I would. I, I spent a lot of time in my life um, working at churches, um, doing like high school ministry. Like you know how like they have like youth groups and so stuff. You were like a preacher. See, explain yeah. to the layman. Like, I was like Jesse a. Know more than I was what would be. I was what you would call a youth pastor. Like so for you were, the youth, like so you, you have were like giving youth group. sermons and stuff. No, no, no. Like, like youth. Bible I was studies. leading Bible studies, and I did do a lot of preaching um, in college because we had to. Um, I would love to preach. But, you know, I got pretty <laughs> no, good at it. I actually did a couple... No. I also had to do... I did a few... I did funerals. I did a couple weddings. Really? Um, yeah, I'm ordained in Missouri. <laughs> really? Yeah. Speaking of religion real quick, I was really bored and sick the other night. How bored and sick? How bored and sick were you? I watched like five hours of the Ten Commandments when I played on NBC. Can you imagine people sitting in the theater That's and watching that That's what I fucking shit? said. It's not that it's bad... It's it's actually quite decent. My roommate but is it's obsessed with those a, like it's not Bible movies. He it's has not all this. Well, it's Cecil B. DeMille. Yeah. Cecil B. DeMille <laughs> made like the epic, and he also made King of Kings. So wait a minute, his Ten Commandments, like, dude, it's it's an epic movie. It's like it's the very epic. definition. It's like five hours long. Like literally, like it covers I, the entire. I've been watching it for two and a half hours at this point, and I'm like. Holy shit! It's he the didn't whole even thing. Fucking meet the bad guy. It's yet. the whole Moses story, and then they, you know, him and trying to get the people out. Uh, your brother, not your yeah, right? Yeah, your brother. There's a pharaoh. Ramses, the pharaoh. Uh, and, and, goes that, and then it goes through the whole time when they're in the desert. It's a big ass movie. It's like five hours long, and it's just very like. The but that's your people, vision. man. That's like the history of your people. I appreciate it. I know. I have a little no. <laughs> the diaspora. No, but the acting, the acting in it, man, is just so like. I know Cecil B. DeMille is supposed to be a great act- director, and Kurt Ness is supposed to be a great actor. I don't believe the latter, and I don't know enough about the former to back it up. But it was that acting where, where they were two Come people on, would be talking to each other, and all of a sudden the guy would cheat and then look out, like not third like wall. A play. Yes, like yeah. a play. They would, you know the old movies that yeah. used to do that. I'm like, why are you looking at the person you're yeah. talking to? It was that kind of acting. You know what I mean? That was before Brenda. Or like the yeah, exactly. Brenda wow. changed everything. You're totally right because Brenda didn't do it on stage though, did he? I think he started on stage as sta- as Kowalski. Yeah, for Streetcar, yeah. I think. Yeah, they well, used they, to do that all the time in old movies. They would always cheat like that. You know what I'm talking about? Where they fucking pr- yeah, exactly. Brando That's what he, yeah, and made it more realistic. Yeah, Brando, and like rather than theatrical. What, what did he say? Brando, James Dean, the entire latter half of his career, became a fucking joke. Island of Doctor Moreau, like, the like, score, like fucking um, apocalypse, like post-apocalypse now on. Even well, I think, well even they, apocalypse now. I mean, you look, you watch. He's good at it. Well, he's good, but you hear about the dis- like. 
just you dealing with him. I mean, it was just, the whole reason why he's in the dark in that movie is because he didn't want to be on camera because he was so fat. And have you seen Hearts of Darkness? Yeah, <laughs> yeah totally. I mean, they, they that is a crazy. Yeah, him. it's crazy. I mean, who is it? Martin Sheen had a heart attack from like just the stress. I'm also not a huge Bob Now fan. Really it's long. boring as fuck. It is long. I, I really like that movie. I have some like because pers- my grandpa was in Vietnam and he was on those crazy boats and he saw some crazy shit. <laughs> I was the other. I watched like ten hours of The Office yesterday on Hulu. I caught up. <laughs> Michael was talking to somebody and he was like, "When did you start this company?" And the guy goes, "Oh, as soon as I got back from Vietnam." And Michael goes, "Oh, Vietnam. I hear it's lovely." <laughs> <laughs> I have some friends in Vietnam. Have you? Ever, you've never been over to that part. Of the I was world, going right? to go um, to Vietnam and and South Korea and places, but I never got a chance. If I had stayed in China, I would have gone there. Yeah. How was living in China? Were, did, it was. Were there any I other Westerners? Um, where I lived, there was a lot of Russians because it was near Russia, and Harbin was actually founded by Russians, and then China kind of took it over. Um, I lived there for like nine months, almost a year. You know, it was. Why it was. Um, I just, my job was stressing me out. I was working 60 hours a week, and I kind of, kind of, kind of had a Probably didn't know too many nervous breakdown. In China? Uh, it was, it was, it was. How it was, was the TV? Um, we had like five, there was one channel where stuff was in English. It was hilarious, because, um, they, one of the only shows in English they showed on the uh, CCTV9 was The Flash, like that old show. <laughs> and it was funny because um, at that L.A. Comic Con that we went to... What we saw... Um, uh, the dude, what's, what's his, his name, name from and, uh, Dawson's Creek. The dad on Dawson's, Dawson's Creek. Dead, yeah. yeah, what's his um, name? I don't know his name. He uh, was The Flash. I know, Barry. Not Barry. Yeah, it is. No, that's Barry. That's Barry Allen's name. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I thought that too. What is that dude's name? Oh, John Wesley Shipp. Yeah, exactly. And I went up to him and exactly. I told him... I went up to him and I told him that story about it and he's like... And, I'm like, and he's like, I had heard that they were playing... He thought it was hilarious and I'm like, I watched... I had only watched like two episodes of The Flash like growing up as a kid. I watched every single episode because it was the only thing in English. Did you guys watch what Marvel put on he the thought it was awesome. a couple weeks ago? The Chinese Spider-Man? Yeah. The oh, Japanese yeah. Spider-Man. Yeah, the Japanese yeah. Spider-Man. Did you watch it? Oh my god, It was ridiculous, yeah. right? Well, Remember the Spider-Man? It wasn't Spider-Man. It, it, was, was, it was ridiculous. There's been so many ridiculous was, Spider-Man things. There was one that they showed like during Mr. Rogers. I don't know. Um, oh, yeah. It was... It was, it was, it was, um, it was I have the book. It that was, was a live action. It was a live action of Spidey. That was when he had like the reflective... Was it Spidey like, it was, like, Friends? Wait, was it Spidey Swinging Stories? I have... Something. I have like... I just remember it was on during Mr. Rogers. And he had like the reflective goggles. Like it was like... It was like chrome. I was like, how does he even see? Spidey had some rims on his face. Yeah. <laughs> spinning. They spinning. And where did they spin it? I didn't know I didn't feel like doing the whole thing. No. You heard what, what said? whole thing? I said, they spinning and where did they spinning. It was crazy what in Harbin. Chris Rock, dude. He fucking, you don't get it? No. His fucking whole bit about the rims. His whole, like, niggers versus black people bit, the original Whoa. one. When he talks about the rims, he's like... They spin it, nigga. They spin it. <laughs> they spin it, nigga. They spin it. You don't remember I'm that? Just not. I fucking what is it? Never scared or never, never scared? scared? When he's talking about the, the fucking famous. I don't fucking know it. I'm sorry if it's famous. Black people versus the N word. Whole speech. You know what I'm talking about, right? I I've seen a few people do that, but I don't recall Chris Rock. Really? Doing. That's yeah. like that's one of his best. Do you know that run? The Chris Rock run? What? I can't do it. Like white people it. can't do Chris. I dreamed it the entire thing. With you look. <laughs> He goes, uh, I take care of my kids, I take care of my kids. You're supposed to take care of your kids, you low expectation, have a motherfucker. What, you want a cookie? 
You don't know that bit at all? No. Nah. He's like, and... Uh, the only Chris Rock CD I have is he's bigger and blacker. Well, stop saying. <laughs> well, he'll be like, he'll be like, that's um, what Michael Scott got in trouble for. And we're n-worded people will, will will rob you and then come over your house the next day and be like, I heard you got robbed. You didn't see shit because you was doing shit. You don't you remember any of this. I, okay, maybe it's, it's not that I don't Chris remember Rock's it. Special. Maybe it's that I didn't see it. I used to I watch the show on HBO. I find that impossible that you had never seen tag. the special. Why? Because that was like the one that solidified Chris Rock as like the biggest stand. It was it was never scared. I'm not a huge Chris Rock fan. <gasps> you call yourself maybe black? <laughs> <laughs> do you like Pootie Tang? The movie? Yeah, yeah. I do. Oh, you dude, realize, you didn't did, like Pootie Tang? Some, I love Pootie Tang. Someone, noted that, someone pointed out a couple weeks ago that, it, that fucking Louis C.K. wrote Pootie Tang. I yeah. never knew that, but... The fact that a white dude wrote some of those jokes is kind of fucking ballsy, right? Well, I'm sure Chris had some influence. They didn't even know him. I'm kidding, man. He worked for the show. Yeah, he worked on the show, and that's why they did the movie. You didn't see that last movie, did you? You did see it. What? The last Chris Rock movie? What was the last I know. The head is... Oh, God. Yeah, oh. I'm very good. That looks terrible. He's never been good in a flick except for fucking Dogman. Exactly. I disagree. What movie? He was really, really good in New Jack City. For like five... What is he in it? For like 20 minutes? He's in it for a bit. He's alright, but he, I mean, he's never been given, I feel like Chris Rock's never been given a Chris Rock movie yet. Because he probably doesn't want to do that, he's tried to distance himself from stay. that. Like he's been that. doing like these family friendly films. No, he hasn't. Not family friendly, but more mainstream. Well, that's the thing, that's, what, that's my entire point. But I think that's what he wants to do. I don't. I know, exactly, it's kind of, but he doesn't want to do that probably, I don't know. Wait, what do you mean? <laughs> Let's extrapolate some meaning from like this. Like, he seems to be wanting to do these mainstream movies. No, he doesn't. And why if does he do them? If he hates, because he makes money from them, and that's all he can get. Well, then that's all people are going to see him as. What? No. People see him as like a crazy, raunchy stand-up. No one sees Chris but Rock as We do, as a but I'm just talking about the general public The general public doesn't see Chris Rock movies. I, they never make any I money. so. That's true. Do you agree with me? Yeah. Most people know Chris Rock as a stand-up. Mm-hmm. What movies has he done? Head of State, which bombed, I think. I'm sure it did. Uh, the, the, the married my wife. I think I love. My I think wife. I love my wife. And what was the other one he did? Well, he's done a few. Uh, well, he he was the lead. I'm talking about. Lead, lead. Uh, exactly. You got you got your laptop right there. I can't think of any. See, I, I don't, racing I don't stripes. And then he started doing voices and shit. Rock is never. There's never been a rock vehicle that like rock yeah, is written. To be doing the voice work. The rock is written and like you know what I mean. Well, why, why, I mean, maybe he doesn't want to write shit. You really think that's the case? I don't maybe know. he's just happy with all his money. I mean, he's 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 rich and powerful enough that if he wanted to write something and get it made, he could fucking do it. So if he wants I guess to, so. Why does he keep acting and shit? For the money. I guess so, yeah. yeah. He had the whole divorce so scare for a minute there. Yeah. He thought that's probably fucking... Because you know there ain't no prenup, probably. Dude. Yeah, you get fucked Can up. you imagine? Half! Half! <laughs> I want half any... Eddie, Eddie, I want to talk to you. You treat me like animal. I want what's coming to me. Eddie, what have you done for me lately? What was her name? Umfufu. <laughs> Calm down, Umfufu. <laughs> Big bitch with a nose. Do you not know what we're talking about? Eddie Never Murphy. Seen Raw? Eddie Murphy Raw? I'm not. What? <gasps> I have it in my Netflix queue. Oh, I have Netflix, but that's become a fucking saying nowadays, and I don't it's like it. Netflix. It's in my Netflix. Have you seen this movie? It's in my Netflix. No, but I'll watch it. I watch you it. Can have 10, you know what I watch all fucking? Q, that's right? all I do all day, man. I don't do shit. Is Q Netflix movies? No, watch Netflix. Like I watch the streaming on my Xbox. You can't watch that streaming. 
Yeah, you can. I have it. It's in my queue. It's in this queue, man. <laughs> the beats will get to it eventually. I'll watch it when I get home. It's I me- swear, because you guys talk about it a lot. I like the Samuel L. Jackson's in it. That's awesome. I like Samuel L. Jackson. Speaking of Samuel L. Jackson. Did you guys watch The Spirit? Kicked him in the ding ding. I love that joke about the hoopla. Love that doo Have you guys watched The Spirit? Yeah, here Samuel Jackson melting a cat wearing a Nazi outfit. Right, like we, what? what I the saw hell? for those of you who are on Twitter, we Twitter seemed to jump off lately, like in the last month. It's gotten huge, huge in the last month. Jimmy Fallon, I think, because he's talking about on his show. Really? Yeah, I well, think it was the Shaq thing. That's how Shaq, I heard about it. Huge, yeah, Shaq. And then now Diddy brought a lot of people. Yeah. In. And now Kevin, Kevin already has three hundred thousand followers in like the span of I don't know. That's Kevin's had his count up for a while. Yeah, he just hasn't been active. He's had it for over a year. Yeah, but not that huge. It's kind of blown oh, really? up recently oh, yeah, yeah, since yeah. he started posting on it. It's Kevin's blown up. It's like double. Kevin's a popular. He's gonna fan. like be number one soon. Like, I still think it's crazy. Really? Like, Will Wheaton has five hundred thousand followers. <laughs> That's yeah. crazy. You're damn right it is. <laughs> and it's and I get all kinds of traffic from him because I'm one of the one hundred people he, he follows. To you ever? Yeah, he has. He adds you? Yeah. What? When Will Wheaton added have me, you been added by no. a celebrity? Who have you what? been added by? Who have you been added by? Celebrity wise. That's, that's it. That's it? Yeah. I don't think I've been added by anyone but you. What? How many followers? Will Wheaton yeah. added me and I got I, like I fifty like followers instantly. Jump ten. When we mentioned it on the pie, you got like ten more. How many followers do you got? Like thirty six. How many followers do you got? 300 yeah, you got a 50. bunch. I want to steal yours, man. Go ahead. How many do you have? Like I'll pl- I, I at you I'm all the time for like two weeks. I at you all the popular. time, though. I don't know what else can I do. That's the problem with Twitter. I love Twitter, but knowing that I have 600 friends on Facebook, the fucking whore in me wants to be like, well, why would I waste my time on Twitter when I can get a, a I don't a want that many I like, exposure. I don't follow as many people as I could because because. I want to be able to read. Like, right now, I can't follow... I, I follow 360 people. I started people. a new it's, thing it's where I follow anyone who follows me. See, that's... Then I wouldn't See, be able to use Twitter. Like, yeah, that I just don't. seems useless. I don't... Yeah, I just use... I want to be able to, like, read what people are saying yeah, and yeah. shit. Like, there's some cool shit Who've you talked... You haven't... Ta- I've talked to Jonathan Ross. I've talked to a lot of porn stars. Uh, I've added celebrities, but they never replied. But that's cool. <laughs> like, Soleil Moonfry... She's a crazy fucking. She is kind of nuts. Punky Brewster. Punky Brewster. Here's my Punky Brewster story. I wrote. You you know she's all hot because I love Punky Brewster. You didn't know Punky Brewster grew up ridiculously hot. I'm sure she grew up, but I didn't know she was ridiculously hot. She's ridiculously hot. She's a maximum shit. Not even worth so much, but a couple years back she was ridiculously hot. Oh god, she's ridiculously hot. Yeah, did you not ever know? She was my first. Hey, look at Punky Brewster. Punky Brewster was my first celebrity crush. I'll show you. This is picture worthy. Okay. But keep talking about But okay, here's my crazy Punky Brewster story. Go for it. So in college, my freshman year, ninety-eight, my friends and I went to a Benny Hinn rally at the Anaheim Pond as a Is joke. Like Benny Hill? He's no Benny Hinn's the guy that like knocks people over and just like I heal you in the spirit. The like just, yeah, he's crazy. <laughs> yeah, like he does all this <laughs> like you wanna see some crazy ass stuff. <laughs> so we went to the pond. You know about that stuff? Nope. They speak in tongues. They're like healing people. <laughs> they got like all the all the crutches and, and wheelchairs on the side because people like are I don't know. It's all they've they've pretty much proven that Benny Hinn is full of like crap because like you people, mean he's not really healing people with his hands. Yeah I know. Crazy. Hard to believe. Um, <laughs> so we went to this thing as a joke, right? And we're like, this is nuts. And we were getting ready to leave because it was getting kind of scary. Because people are just like in the in the stands are like speaking in tongues and like grabbing everybody and, and like rolling around. And so we're getting ready to leave, and all of a sudden, 
Benny's, Benny Hinn's like, I have a special guest that wants to testify. And Soleil Moonfry comes out. And everyone got Punky. And I was punky. just like, no, Punky, what are you doing? Is that her real name? Soleil her name's Soleil Moonfry. Moonfry. Her parents Soleil are like Moonfry. hippies. She has a brother that has an even crazier name. What's his name? Oh, uh, He was on Punky Brewster. He was like a homeless kid. What was his name? I forgot. Anyways, Johnny Sunfry. So, Johnny so she gets up there and she talks about how she healed her mom by placing her hands on the TV when Benny Hinn was like praying, and then she healed her mom by placing her hands on her mom. And I was just like, "That's not a great picture." She's not ridiculously hot. That's not a great. There's picture. a better. She's there's like pictures of her like some, oh she's when she was like in a bikini <laughs> and stuff. Oh, she's fuckable by Jesse. Um, yeah, so she's nuts, and then and then Lanny Birch was saying that she's a Scientologist now or something. Yeah, which wouldn't she's surprise me. This girl I went to high school is a Scientologist, but she like runs like the fucking Elon Hubbard. Lanny Birch said that Punky, like his friend, <laughs> was smoking weed at the Playboy Mansion, and she narked him, she out, narked yeah. him out to the Scientology police. Scient- the Scientology yes. Police? Yeah, totally. They have their own courts. Yeah, they have their own courts. You get like it's legal. Yeah, in Scientology, I don't know. They like lock people in rooms. They we could probably get. They, they might come after us. No, that is oh, not legal. dude, yeah, one hundred percent. They do one hundred percent because yeah. they're like a church. I don't know how they get away with some of the stuff they do. It's ridiculous, but they have like tons of lawyers. No, totally. Yeah, they can't. They have their own fucking courts. They like literally will lock people in rooms people. for okay, years. All right, all right, give me an example of something that's illegal for a Scientologist to do in Scientology. Well, law. anything. No, no, no. Look, that's not. It's illegal. like this tribal. It's like tribal law. No, it's not. A Catholic. They have lock lawyers that like do stuff. The Vatican has its own church. Has its own. Has its own. The uh, court. They have court. courts and shit. Yeah, the yeah. Vatican has its own court. Totally. I'm right on that, right? Yes. <laughs> I don't really know much. My, my, my roommate's a Catholic, and I have to ask him. What, are you not a Catholic anymore? I was never a Catholic. Okay, I thought you went to... I was a Protestant. Explain the difference. Um, there is no difference. Back in the oh, day... he said there is no difference. I don't think there's a... I don't, I don't, get, I don't want to really get, talk about this. People what? get upset. Oh, he said he has a problem with organized religion. I do. I do, too. Um, he said your mama... Where's combat boots? I I have no problems with people <laughs> running scrambled eggs for breakfast. I haven't been to church in five years, you know. So me neither. <laughs> really, I've been to church in like. Forever. So are you? Is anybody in your family like Orthodox Jewish, or are you guys just kind of like whatever? You're looking at me, yeah. <laughs> no one in my family's even practicing. You're just Jewish by race, yeah, pretty much. Like yeah. you don't stick to the. All right, so you're not gonna like marry. You don't have to marry a Jewish girl. No, I mean I don't for. for you guys don't do like Passover cedar. As far as I know, no one in my family believes in God. That so seems like about, a lot of did, Jewish did, people. Did you, said you couldn't get a tattoo because you wouldn't be able to be buried. You can't be buried in a Jewish, Jewish cemetery. cemetery. My do you want is to be? in a Jewish cemetery? Unfortunately, oh, you have a so you plot. can't get tattoos. How is that shit? <laughs> my parents bought me a plot when I was like, because because like, they're going to be expensive. Yeah, because they're, they're, they're worth a lot of money. You buy them early, so yeah. you buy like a. They bought plot. They bought like eight plots for my wives. My brothers were like, yeah, it fucked up. I was like, I'm going to sell that shit on eBay. You should And move some random Puerto Rican dude in with you guys. And then you'll be... No, yeah, but aren't Jewish cemeteries, like, really strict and, like... Moving fucking Juan Rodriguez. Well, because there, the there was that whole Kirby enthusiasm where, like, the grandma or whatever had a tattoo and then they had to, like... They dug... They were trying to dig her up and move her into the... Because they wouldn't let him... Larry David, his mom, who wouldn't... It was his mom or his grandma. His grandma. I don't know. And they wouldn't, they wouldn't bury her in the cemetery because she had a tattoo on her butt or something. They take it off. They take her off. And so then there was this whole thing where they were trying to move her off right before, like the, 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 the funeral home offers that or some shit. The only tattoo, there's only one tattoo that's yeah, allowed. No, Holocaust, Nazi Holocaust. What's, 
Oh, oh no. uh, the, the uh, Mickey Mouse tattoo. <laughs> During the, in the camps, a lot of the, a lot of the prisoners were doing Mickey Mouse. Yeah. Wow, it was a sign of hope. I'm allowed to. Really? Yes. Yeah. Just like you're allowed to make jokes about people with red hair. <laughs> Go for it. Gingers. I no one. No. Who can I make fun of? Well, that was on that was on Summer High Tie when he's talking about what did he call him like Oranga <laughs> for Orangas. Has been very important. Oh man, I can't wait to see what that dude does next. I'm really excited. Chris, really, you didn't watch Summer High Tie? Oh, dude, did I show you? Well, I I have We Can Be Heroes and Summer High Tie on DVD. So do I. I love that. I love the favorites. Oh God, dude, that's hilarious. So, what do you have big big plan for the summer, sir? I don't know nothing. Trying to live off of my unemployment. Still trying to find a job. So, if anyone out there is hiring, (laughs) Brendoman.com. Yes. Keep a resume up. Um, I have my portfolios on Burnham Man Productions. And he built my website, and he's wonderful at it. So if anyone needs a website built, he yeah. doesn't do it for free, though. I'm looking for work. I'm he's looking for work. He's looking for stuff. love. <laughs> In all the wrong it's a, it's places. It's brutal out there. I've had, I literally have had two job interviews in four months. That's brutal out there, man. I can't even get an interview. <laughs> He was just not even listening to you while you were pouring your soul out. He, was he going, never does. Well, he this is how he is. You know, he was just giving his thing. You know, I was he's just, you're just giving your thing. <laughs> just giving my you know how Brendo gives his thing? My... You know how he, Mike, can give his thing? Mike can. I said ain't on the phone to my parents the other day. My mom goes, where are you from? You I said ain't? And I'm like, I'm sorry. You never said ain't? Isn't. No, you're not, but it's not proper English. Oh, I, I forget that you speak proper English all the time, that you are automatically correct. No, I'm not, but my, my, my mom was like, what are you doing? She was like, why She's like, you, why did you say ain't? She's like, you know how to speak English? I bet if you were to say Mike can to your mom, she'd understand what you were talking about. Not a chance. <laughs> oh yeah, this summer I'm going to Comic Con. Oh no, I, it wasn't ain't, I said I don't got. Which is a weird thing I've picked up in the last few years where I say that a lot. I don't got that. I'd be like, I don't got a clue. Oh. Or I don't got over See I say I ain't got a clue See I say I don't got And my mom's like What is don't got <laughs> She's like say do not She's a fucking teacher or something No that's the thing My mom didn't even like Go to college or anything But like she's just like what are you, Why are you talking like that <laughs> She's right Like there's no reason For me to be talking like that Cause you're around me too much I think that I think you're rubbing <laughs> off On me a little bit my, See No 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 You see the straw in my mouth Grass? <laughs> That's not funny. What? <laughs> you don't have you don't have a piece of grass in your mouth at all times. You're trying to tell the people. And you call it lucky, and you carry it with you everywhere. Because <laughs> it was from your best cow, Bessie Sue, right before she went to slaughter, and Papa made dinner with her, and you cried all night for Bessie Sue, Bessie. I'm joking. That's not what Mobile's like. I know what Mobile's like now. Because I watched the leprechaun. <laughs> Have you seen the leprechaun sketch? I never put it two and two together that that takes place in Mobile. And I was like, I was showing it to someone for the first time the other day. I'd seen it a hundred times at this point. And for anyone who hasn't seen it, it's that sketch on YouTube. Just search uh, leprechaun. See, not Isn't it like a newscast? There's leprechaun on Mobile. News? It's a newscast yeah. about it. It's like, like, like where to go that? Like, yeah. He goes, uh, Maybe it was a crackhead who got hold of the raw stuff and climbed up in a tree and was playing a leprechaun. They had it on the soup like over and over again, so that's how I knew about Does it. Does it make you proud to be from Mobile? I'm proud. I'm proud. That of it was like like the, the little like the town like ascended on this leprechaun. Like there were fucking and it made the news. It made the news. Like like more than fifty people were like looking for a leprechaun. Yes, I understand this. Would you tell me the truth? Would you ever look for the leprechaun or any of your friends or family? 
That was there that was that. You were there? I wasn't in the area, but I was in Mobile when they did that. You remember there being a leprechaun? Yeah, it was on the news. <laughs> like, in your local news? Did you go look for it? What do you... No! Wait, it was on your local news? That... The YouTube thing is local. That's the it? local newscast. Yeah, it was a big deal when it yeah. happened around you? It, it wasn't a big deal. I, I think it was on the news because people were... I mean, okay, maybe it was a big deal. But I didn't go look... I didn't believe... You know, like, it. another news, a leprechaun said it in the Crichton <laughs> area. Maybe, like, when people talking about it in school and shit... <laughs> Like, yeah. hey, man, you hit by that leprechaun. People were talking about it at work. Like, you see them dumb motherfuckers on the TV. But but they're obviously, like, those dumb motherfuckers came from somewhere. Like, you didn't talk to any dumb motherfuckers who believed it? No. Not one person? No. That one person was like, what are you doing today? They're like, I'm going over to find the fucking <laughs> leprechaun. <laughs> no. I need some of that gold, bitch. Afraid not. That's kind of awesome. What would you do if you saw a real leprechaun? If I saw a real leprechaun? How would you know it was a leprechaun and not, like, a, a, a midget? Wouldn't leprechauns be even smaller? What about fucking uh, uh, Mini Me or no the guy from Diamond Doctor? Then I wouldn't think it was a leprechaun. Saw. I'd be like, oh, there's this little person. That's what I'm saying. Because like, how would you know the difference? That, how would you? I don't know. Would think I'd be. It's like on the Simpsons where they're just like like on the Simpsons, like the leprechauns. They do. Like what do they do? They do. They do that. I'm not good at the. Do it again, real quick. I'm a horrible. If I could get some gold, that'd be kick ass. What would you do with it? I would pay my bills. With gold? With gold? I would cash it in. Where? I guess the market for gold's really bad right now. Where would you cash in gold? There's plenty of places to buy gold. Yeah, but not for what it's worth. I don't know, man. You I get just, fucked up. It, they wouldn't believe you that it's from the leprechaun. I mean, what if the leprechaun's got like $100 in gold? What would that do? $100 wouldn't do much. Exactly. What if you got like $10,000? Then you wouldn't cash it in because everybody would beat you to it. But it, I thought I found it. No, you found the leprechaun. You didn't find the gold. Is that those bad little bit on foot? That just on your snake. I don't know. Is it bad? It's a scab, I think. Okay, so it's not a big deal, is it? No. Okay. I'm no nervous <laughs> with the dog. You know what I mean? It's pretty chill dog. right now. Yeah, because he doesn't like you. I feel you. sorry for your unborn children. He's judging you silently. I have Friends. unborn children. Well, That's so sad. <laughs> what? Where'd you go? Brenda, do you have any comments on this? What? Just, I don't know. I have unborn children. Apparently. Everybody does. Every sperm is sacred. Didn't you know that? <laughs> when a sperm is wasted, God gets quite irate. You okay, Jesse? Oh, wait, what'd you say about God? From Monty Python, meaning of life, you know, every sperm is. He has never seen Monty Python. What the? What the hell, dude? I thought you listened to every episode. You should know this if you've listened. Yeah, to man, you should know. I don't remember Luke. Oh, so that. all of a sudden, someone has. <laughs> what's my name? Uh, what's his name? His name is Jesse. Wrong, it's Jerome. <laughs> Jerome. Jesse. Now Jerome. Come on, take the breath. I'm Jerome. Jerome's in the house. <laughs> hey, did you end up going to that time <laughs> concert did. down in Orange County? No, we went. No, we went, we went to went, uh, it was the, the Egyptian thing. Oh, because there was that no, one was that you Greek. posted oh, about yeah. down by where I Egyptian. live. Like last year. <laughs> one of those Mesopotamian uh, civilizations. We went to the Byzantine. Byzantium. That was the uh, civilization. Okay. In antiquity. Okay. Wow. You knew that? Yeah. They went back in time. They went back in time. Uh, not doing that. <laughs> Sorry. Speaking of which, I got nothing. How was Time Crimes? It was good. Have you seen it? 
Have you heard of it? No. It it's about um it's about a guy. It, it he he comes home from the store. His wife has to go back to the store. He sees a naked woman in the woods, so he goes looking for the naked woman. Have sex with her. Uh, presumably, really, maybe to see who she yeah, is. Yeah, or to find if she's okay. Like that's an awful. Well, I don't know. Call a cop. Like, there's a woman naked in the woods. She's obviously distressed. Curious. What's I'm gonna go try to have sex with her. If you get in here before I do, you win. And that's what the movie's about. Well, no. It's a race through time to have sex with the woman in the woods before the cops get there. Anyway, when he goes into the woods, he sees the woman on the ground, thinks she's dead. Yeah. But as, as he gets closer, upon closer inspection, she's breathing. So as he's about to reach out and see if he can wake her up, he gets stabbed in the arm. <laughs> and he runs away from a guy in a mask. And he comes upon this guy in a laboratory and jumps into a time machine. This sounds awesome. <laughs> it, I mean, it's it's not... I mean, it's not gonna fucking. It's is not it gonna the be theaters the right now? movie or anything. No, it just came it's out on DVD. DVD. Oh, okay. But it's a Spanish movie. Oh. And it's pretty good because there's, there's not any like futuristic special effects or it's not. It's all about what would happen if you go back like 20 in minutes back time. in time. Yeah. Did uh, Crank Two come out yet? Next week. Oh, week. I can't wait. Oh, I can't wait. That looks insane. Oh, I'm I can't wait. Can you wait? I can wait. I'm you excited. You don't want to see it? I mean, if it was coming out on the 24th rather than the 17th, it would make no mind to me. I don't get it. What's the 24th? Nothing. But I'm saying if it was a week later, I wouldn't care. Oh, but you're going to see it when it comes out? Uh, maybe. In I mean, theaters? I'm not going to go Friday. you going to see it in theaters or you're going to be Possibly. a dirty pirate like you are later? I don't pirate. That seems no. like one of the movies no. you'd want to no. see in the theater, I though. Brenda, do you pirate anything? I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> you, you hear about that movie? What's that movie coming out? Uh, the Boat That Rocked? No. About the, about the pirate radio stations in England, like the original ones? Oh, yeah. It's directed yeah. by Ben Elton. That's or awesome. Richard Curtis. One of the Black Hatter dudes. Yeah. It's coming out, uh, I believe, William Hurt's in it. The original uh, pirate radio stations. And we had one out here for oh, a long time. Oh, Hoffman's one is in it. Oh, sweet. That sounds cool. Yeah, we had one out here for a long time. It was about the radio. ones that were... It was operating from that they shit out in the ocean. And, You've heard, yeah. You know about this? I saw the in, poster in, the in England back pirate radio. in the seventies, yes. the pirate radio was a big thing, which is basically an illegal radio station that you put up and you you hack into the bro- the broadband of real radio. We stations had a famous one out here. And you submit over the, the airwaves, so like you're an illegal, you're a pirate radio station. You're stealing airwaves. <coughs> you're not paying for bandwidth. You're uh, you're jamming. They don't have licenses. Their frequencies. They don't have licenses. They're not FC. They're not. Uh, and they would play like all regular, kinds of awesome music, like, like, punk rock. Like, this, like in England, they used to do it from ships out of the ocean, like frigates. They would like dock out there. This is a movie about like one of the. And they were ones. technically in international waters, I think, so they could get away with it. Like, was that what's that country called? Sea Lab? Sea Lab? I don't know. You know what I'm talking about? Sea Lab. There's a country uh, that's it's recognized as a country. And everyone doesn't recognize it as a country, but someone did, which which was the big deal. It's literally like a um, 200 square foot room. On a Bowie, on on a, on a like a bunker out in the middle of the ocean in the British coast, and it's its own country, and they were running a server from there for a while because they okay. could do whatever they wanted. They weren't they were doing pirate shit from there because there's no international because they're a country. Yeah. You see, this dude has his own country that's like a fucking room in the middle of the ocean <laughs> on a stand. How's that? Would you like to have your own country? Sure, that'd where, be awesome. Where would it be? Where would it be? Yeah, if you could annex another country, a part of a country. Where would Jesse Land be? Is that what you would call it? I don't know if I would call it Would Jesse. you put your name in the title? No. No. Well, I don't know. I would call it Brenosha. 
<laughs> what would you call yours, Jesse? I don't know. Brindo Land. That's like whenever I make like Animal Crossing. Brindo Land. That's my my town in Animal Crossing is called Brindo Land. Your town in what? Animal Crossing. Jesse doesn't isn't up on this kind of stuff. Oh my god. Explain to him real quick. Yeah. Oh my god is right. Well, Animal Crossing is this awesome game. It was originally for GameCube, and it was on the DS. What's it a spinoff of? It's a spinoff of something. Purpose Boom. Oh. Well, I don't. I thought they're completely unrelated. No, but it's, it's they're both, like they're competing. Both by Bandai, right? No, not Bandai, Animal Crossing by Nintendo. Oh, really? Yeah, it was. Oh, like Animal to Crossing compete. is a competing. Yeah. Game. Oh, because Harvest Moon is Square. Yeah. Do you not know what Harvest Moon is I either? No it's just it's a farming. It's, it's a farming video game. Like SimCity. No, but it's farm. But whereas Animal Crossing, you have this town no. and you. You're a person. You're not like in building buildings. You're like controlling a farmer. You gotta like milk cows and harvest shit and go to town and sell it. the Harvest Moon. And yeah, everything is like by the real calendar. That was a big thing with that game when it came well, yeah, out. Yeah, and then with GameCube too. It goes by like goes when it's night room. and when it's really night, so it is like, night in the game. Right now it's six thirty six. It'd be six thirty six in the game because it goes by the clock. So I get it. <laughs> what would happen if you woke up at one thirty in the morning and wanted to play? You could, you but not, but all the everybody would be asleep. Like it's for like instance, in Animal Crossing, it always drove me crazy because the stores closed at like yeah. ten. That was the, did you have Dreamcast? <laughs> I, my friend did play Dreamcast did a lot. Did you play Shenmue? Yes. Shenmue was, was one of the best video games ever made. The problem with Shenmue, though, is they went, it was too realistic to a point where it'd be like, all right, you have a meeting tomorrow at 2 o'clock, <laughs> and then you'd have nothing to do. For, you'd have to wait 48 hours to progress in the game. Well, that's like it. So you'd like walk around the town and like That's like an Animal Crossing. Like, like, an animal would be like, I want to meet you at this time, and I'd always never be able to... Wait, like, I, don't know, I don't know what Animal Crossing and is. And there'd be holidays. Wait, I don't know what Animal Crossing is. It's about animals that want to... You live in a town with animals, and like you basically just build your house, and you get, you get your house bigger and bigger oh, and buy it. stuff. It's awesome. What systems have And they have it on GameCube. They have it on Virtual Wii. Console? Um, no. But you can get the Wii version just came out. Um, it's pretty awesome. And basically the hardest thing is to get all the items. There's certain items that are only available on, like, holidays. So I'd have to be on the game at, like, Christmas, on Christmas Day. And that's the only time you can get certain items. And there's, like, fish. And certain fish are only available at certain times, certain times of the year. (laughs) Jesse's never played an RPG before. Really? Not an RPG guy. I understand that. He's never played a turn-based RPG before. I love RPGs. So do I. I'm more of an action RPG guy these days. I am not. I like <laughs> Fable, Diablo. <laughs> um, but I like. I mean, I like the old RPG. I love. I love Final Fantasy games. I there hasn't that. been a turn-based RPG in a while. Well, supposedly the new Final oh, Fantasy, Fantasy is coming out know, soon. Dude, it's I coming know. on 360. I know. And PS3. I know. It's gonna be <laughs> you know how excited I am for this? No. I'm, I'm only ex- more excited for one video game. Here's what I'm most excited DC for in universe. my life. Book-wise, only thing I got I'm excited is... excited for DC Universe. I'm yes. that's gonna, that's, you're gonna, we're just going to never hear from you it's again. It's the end of my life. <laughs> if you want to talk to me... I can't play MMOs anymore. If you I want can't to talk... I've never played one before. As somebody if you, that, want, if you want to talk to me, you will refer to me as a character <laughs> name, which will be like... You're going to be good or bad? Bad. What do you think? I can't play MMOs anymore. I, I, I got into WoW and I was in it for like a year... And then I, I've been clean for like a year I've and a half. Never, I can't a, do it because it becomes. I, I was playing World of Warcraft like for like ten hours a day. Here's why I would every single would, day. Here's why I would never. I didn't think I would ever do that. EverQuest <laughs> came out. Nicely, I feel. But I, I just got sucked in because friends at work were playing it. 
Here's why I would never play World of Warcraft. It's not because of the sucked in aspect. It's because every screen cap or video I've seen from it, it looks so laggy and choppy and shitty and not like a good I video never game. never was for me. I loved it. It, it doesn't look... The actual like game aspect of it doesn't I look fun I loved it. I loved it so much. No, nah, that'll be... be and DC. then I would like get friends to play and they'd be like, oh, this is bullshit. And they'd start playing and then I wouldn't hear from them for like five days. I'd be like, I'm level 30. So, then I got, like, so okay, so video game-wise, I got DC Universe Online. You got anything? God of War 3. You got anything? Um, coming out? Like, I, Ghostbusters. Oh, oh, God. Ghostbusters. I'm so excited about that. Okay. And, but the, the game I'm playing right now that I love is the, is the WWE Legends of WrestleMania. I've heard before. I don't love it. Views on it. I love yeah, it. Yeah, okay. For a week and I'm bored. Already. Here's why I love it. Kind because... Yeah. One, Tonight, it plays like it. the old. It? It's at home. That's what I mean. Can I like follow you home, go to Burger King, borrow it, and come back here? <laughs> okay. Awesome. Can you like create it? Like, is there like a season you have mode? To a is there like a storyline mode? You See, I imported my. You recreate the matches. I love oh. how you recreate the matches, though. I love it. Like you can, you actually that, that have to do okay. the spots that, okay. that they did, and then you can like reboot. I just love the fact that it plays like the old. My favorite wrestling game of all time is WrestleFest for the arcade. It was this old WWF game where you had the tag teams that had Ultimate Warrior in it. It was an arcade game. And it plays exactly like that. Ultimate Warrior looks so and stupid in there. I thought he looks... All right, I, loved, I love the... I just... And since I played that game, I've been getting back into, like, watching old wrestling stuff. That's, That's all I've been doing lately. So you got God of War. You got... Ghostbusters. Ghostbusters. I've got... I'm so excited for DC Ghostbusters. Universe. Movie-wise, go. More excited uh, than any other film in the world to come out. I... It's going to be a while, but I say Shutter Island. Shutter Island and Martin Scorsese flips. Yes. What's your movie you're most excited for? I'm not even looking at Summer now. I'm looking at Where the Wild Things Are. Yeah! <laughs> I don't even care about Summer I'm anymore. I'm more excited for Where the Wild Things Are than any movie in I, the world. That trailer just... I cried. So do I. Because I love Arcade Fire, and I love that book. It's and a nice fucking trailer. That right trailer here. just blew... See? I watched it like 50 see, times, see, and I showed it to my know? roommate, and apparently he never read the book, see? and he's just like, I don't get I it. I don't even think I've read the book. Oh, God, how can you not have read that book? Maurice Sendak, dude. Maurice Sendak is like God, like, for kids' books. <laughs> like, he's like the he's like the illustrator. Um, what, what do you write? Like, Chicken Soup with Rice in the Night Kitchen? That. I never heard either of those. Oh my god, man. Like, you have these epic books and he's, he's this amazing illustrator. Who was your favorite, like, authors as a kid? Like, what's Stephen what, King. Oh, I mean, like, as a kid, like kid. I know, I was, well, like, because we were talking about, like, I mean, I, I started, the first Stephen King book I read, I think I was, like, 11 or 12, yeah. But, like, before that, like, picture books. Like, you ever read, like, Cloudy with a Chance of Meatballs? Or, like, Dr. Seuss? I was, little, I was off of kid of books really quick. Like, I was too, but I, I remember. I remember the defining moment for me was I was in second grade. So how old are you? In second grade, like seven, six or seven. Mm-hmm. I read The Client and did it as a book report. Wow! And I read it in two days. See, when six, second grade, I was reading like Beverly Cleary books. See, that's why I think I'm autistic. Autistic? Yeah. Autistic. I think you have like I think it's more Aspergers. See, I, I really do think I, I watched I watched Brain Man. Have you ever seen that? I tested. I have. They. I got like sixty five percent when I was doing all my therapy and stuff. Sixty five percent for Aspergers. I think that was I have Asper- I think I have Asper- I don't know what that is. I think I have Aspergers, it's, but it's so it's mild like, that it's I like think, yeah, it's kind of like autism, it's but it's like way autism, more. But it's more that you can't relate with other human beings. Yes. It's Everyone more of a social disorder. With that on me and that for. Yeah, when I told my brother what Asperger's was, he's like, "You have that." But because of that, <laughs> because of that, there's something called savantism, where you're really, really, really incredible at one specific thing. I don't think I'm that. That's me. 
like I'm I'm I can't add I can't add single digit numbers again. I'm a jack of all trades, master of none. But it's gotten to a point where they like seven plus five. I couldn't tell you right now. Are you serious? I shit you not. He can't. I swear to God, he can't. Twelve. Oh my God. I I swear to God, he can't. We we were trying to add something when we were working in December, and I think it was like twelve plus seventeen. He couldn't come. Yeah, right. (laughs) And here's the thing, though. When I thought about what happened, it's I oh my reading comprehension since I'm a little kid has been off the charts. I'm currently right now reading five different books. Yeah, I read, about I read like that too. I read, read about like fifty pages a day yeah. in each book. You read multiple books at once. That's what I do. I read multiple books at once. Like I'll read I can't like, read I'll one read book at a time. I can't. It, I can physically I. can't. And I read really quick, and I always retain everything. I think it's my brain. I've oh, I've developed that part of my brain so much. If you think of the brain like a muscle, I've worked out that specific quadrant of that muscle so much. Then I've lost the ability in other areas. Yeah, I mean, like my math is completely gone. Well, that's like me. It's like I, I got, had to make the room for my reading comprehension, so I pushed math out of the way. Yeah, I think I did that too because I got an 800 perfect score on SAT Google. So, so did I. And I got a 400 on math. So did I. I got a 450 on math because I had a tutor. I got a 12. That's dude. That's funny. I had the same. Thing I got a 1200 on SAT. Verbal, I got a 1250. 800 in verbal, and then the whatever the rest. I got 400 math. in math. That's horrible. That is. We're the same horrible. way, dude. And we're the same way. See, I think that is a sign. Like, we may have asked, and I'm not a, Like, I think that's kind of cool almost. Well, because when I was going through therapy, when I, when I got back from China, you know me, dude. I, the guy. Like, everything I do is justified, too. Like, all my, all my fucking. I'm like, I have a fucking syndrome, motherfucker. My book progression was a little slower. I went from, like, Beverly Cleary to. Then I started reading Fear Street. Got way into that. And from there, I went to Stephen King. I did read Goosebumps. See, I never got goosebumps because I was already. I went straight to. Free I looked at. I looked at. We've spoken about. I haven't. We're gonna go a little long today if you folks don't mind because we're having a good time. Brendo's here. Is that cool with everyone? Cool. Uh, I'm not doing anything, man. Look at me. <laughs> I've spoken. Or we've spoken about how I didn't really. You got a lot of your taste from your brother and movies and music from your parents and that kind of stuff. Uh, I, I can't say I got <coughs> my taste because I really enjoy the same things. I think I got exposure. Okay, I didn't get exposed to anything. Or, I got like, exposed to a ton of see, stuff. See, my parents didn't don't like movies. The only TV I ever got exposed to was Cheers and Seinfeld. They don't like music. It's not that they don't like it. They're not fans. My parents don't own a single DVD. Okay. A single one. My dad but the took one me thing, to the movies. The one thing Sorry. I did get from my parents... By the way, I used to go to the movies a lot with my dad, too. There was that, actually. We used to go to the movies a lot. But the one thing I did get... Was they're both insane readers. My parents read every fucking day. And I, I lucked out because by the time I was born, my mom from Carry On, which was the first one, right? Yeah. Bought every single first edition Stephen King hardcover. So I like, at my house right now, I have every single book Stephen King ever written, first edition in hardcover. I still fight with my mom over Stephen I, King. And it's super morbid. I think we might have mentioned this. It's super morbid, but one day out of nowhere, my mom was like, I'm leaving that to you in my will. Which is insanely badass in the fact that it's like every Stephen King book ever written. First Stephen. editions, no Those less. are all first editions. That's you know, like a couple hundred thousand. Some, yeah. like, that's like a big collection. It's every single Stephen King. Like, even like Cycles of the Werewolf. And like, if she don't, if she lapses on shit, I'll buy it and send it to her. So like, in my house in Long Island, where my parents live, we've got an entire fucking area of a bookshelf that's it's all, it's like eight rows of shelves of Stephen King. I only books. have a couple of first editions and they're signed by him. He sent them to me. So at about, did he really? Yeah, my, my, my awesome Stephen King story. Here's my awesome Stephen King story. When I was 13, my dad passed away, and I was going through a lot of shit, and I remember I sent a letter to Stephen King, um, just, I don't know, I don't even know what I wrote, just like, a, you know, hey, I really like your books, and I'm going through this, and I think that, because I'm sure he gets hundreds, and he has a secretary that reads all his mail, and I didn't get a letter back from him. But I got a letter from his secretary, and it was not a form letter. It was, like, addressing my, and she signed it. And I got two books. I got a first edition It, 
and what book came out at the time? I think it was Needful Things, signed. See, he I, doesn't do that anymore. <laughs> and it was, it was the greatest thing as a kid. Like, I think that was like, I don't know, it was a turning point for me. It just as like, I don't know, maybe there's goodness in the world. I went on a spurt from age, that's an awesome story, by the way. I went on a spurt at like age nine, where I was reading, I was reading, I hadn't read a Stephen King book. I forget what my first one was. But it was from 9 till the time I left my mom's house at 18, where any time I wanted, you know what I mean? I've, I've read every single book. My Stephen mom King. threw away most of my Stephen I've King read books. every single book Stephen King's ever written. I don't want to talk about that, because, uh, my, you know I have, like, crazy bookshelves in this apartment? Those are all from the last two years. My mom threw out every book I ever had when I moved on. My mom threw away my Stephen King's book because she my, thought they were evil. See, it wasn't. My mom's just like. My mom, <laughs> but yeah, I've lost a lot of books for that too. Just getting. My mom, my mom does just that too. To, my mom is OCD with me with the cleanliness. Yeah. So my mom just gets rich. She purges. Yeah. This is the most fucked up. My I mom my does mom, this every five years. I call my mom the book Nazi. My mom reads a lot of paperback books, right? Okay. Tons of them. My and mom reads a book every she, night. She considers them throwaway book. in the sense that, like, you read them once, you're never going to read them again. What are you going to do with them? So instead of this is an horrible. Instead of donating them to a library or like anything like smart like that, <laughs> someone else has heard of this. As my mom is going through the books, she rips off the left half. So if she's what? at like page fifty one, she rips off to make it easier to carry around with her. That is horrible. She rips the pages off as she goes that's and throws them away. Up. I said that's like a Nazi thing to do, mom. What? Yeah, she totally does that. Yeah. Why does she just donate them? Because I don't know. Because she's lazy, I guess. She donates clothes and shit. I don't get why she doesn't donate. Plus, books. you could sell them to use bookstores so and get read, more books. She reads so many damn books, and there's no room for them in my house anymore. Hasn't she been to a library? That's what my never. mom does. I've never been to a library in my life. My mom <laughs> checks out like twenty books at a time and reads them all. My I mom reads a book you. every single day. I've never once been to the library. Wow, that's crazy. Or had a library. Card. I lived at the library because we were, you know, we were like, especially later on when we were poor. I so my family, that was always library. that was always the one thing, like, fucking... I love the library. That was always the one, like, I asked my mom for DVDs, she fucking gives it, she rolls her eyes, or whatever, but I always had for books, like, we go to the bookstore, I get, you know what I mean? I stack books. I have, like, 30 books to read. Yeah, it's... I think that's... Because I grew up, my, my parents read to me when I was a kid, and I think that... I think when I find out, like, people don't read books, and I'll ask them, like, they're like... I'm like, did your parents read to you? And like, they're like, no. There's a like, funny mention that like, I got, my mom recently gave me a video of me from like home movies. She got put on DVD from when I'm like two to, you know, whenever, like early, early, young or whatever. And there's a video of me and my dad like laying in bed, both reading from our own like respective books. <laughs> I've got like my little kid like book, which is a Christmas book too, by the way, which I thought was funny. Kind of ironic. Because, what, you don't celebrate Christmas? No. I never did. No, and I, I actually did. Did I ever tell you this? What? I think, did we mention this on the newscast? For like, I'd say from age five to ten, like the really spoiled, like, little yeah. kid years. <laughs> uh, I got uh, Christmas gifts. And I put up stockings. You got Christmas and Hanukkah gifts? I put up stockings. But, like, totally, like, I knew Santa didn't exist, like, was completely <laughs> Jewish, but was spoiled and, like, would cry. So, like, I used to get, like, they'd put up the stock. I didn't want to miss out on it. And one year I made them do a, a Hanukkah tree where we basically took, the, like, the tree in our living room, which wasn't, like, a Christmas. It's wow. not an evergreen. It was, like, a decorative tree, you know, in a house, like a big tree. And we hung blue and silver balls off of it because those are the Jew, like, the Jew colors or whatever. <laughs> and we had a Hanukkah tree that year. That's crazy. Dude, it's, and, like, you guys can never know... And, like, not that I... This has nothing to do with religion, in a way. Like, the other day, someone on the View Skew message board, and this isn't to bring anything up, 
and and if, and if anyone's listening, like all you know, not nothing ill will or anything, but someone brought up a point of um, uh, Christian bashing, saying that the world is becoming predominantly oh, like God. there's an app. Just, that was that let's whole not, thing. Let's not get into it. But someone said there's an atmosphere around the world of it's becoming acceptable and cool, the de rigueur to bash Bullshit. on Christians. Shit. Now, it may like it may seem like that to devoutly Christian people, right? They always think, think they're that, being persecuted. Let me finish my point, man. <laughs> Do you want an invite back? No, I'm kidding. Uh, exactly. They always think they're being persecuted. But can, so turn that and then think of like the people that define the word persecution. Nobody could ever say to you anything like that. Cause well, it's not like that. It's like, but it's not even like I'm. I, I'm religious. It's I've always been aware that I'm an outsider in this country. Yes, and and the Western Hemisphere because of my religious, because of my family's religious heritage. Like, and then you add to it with your and own it doesn't religious sound beliefs. Like a big deal. Even we, worse. Got, we got we went over this on the whole Christmas episode. Yeah. It doesn't sound like a big deal, but can you imagine if like. You go to see. It wasn't like this because I grew up in a Jewish neighborhood, but like you're like Stan. You know a hundred people. Yeah, you know a hundred. No, people, Kyle. Kyle. But I grew up in a Jewish neighborhood. So I'm a Jew. Talking. A lonely you know 100 Jew. People that one day on year, Christmas, ninety nine of your friends out of a hundred go off and all are involved in this thing where they can relate to each other and they trade gigs and they've got TV shows and channels and music and movies and. <laughs> well, I know how. I, 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 had, I had one of my best friends like, was Jewish. It's the most. It's the most exclusive thing in the world, and as far as like. Like, where the fuck are the Hanukkah shows? You literally say that as a little I'd kid. I'd be married, but I'm Hebrew. You know what I mean? So it's like, for people who think, like, it, it's, you gotta, it's insane. Like, the Muslims and, like, everyone else, like, you know what I mean? Even though, like, there's a lot of them in the world. Like, in America, America is a predominantly Christian nation. And even though we don't have church and prayer and school and all that shit, like, it manifests itself every day. Of course. I agree. In subtle ways that aren't really offensive, but, like, saying the word God in the Pledge of Allegiance. Which was added by Harry Truman. I stopped doing it when I was like seven. <laughs> I shit you not. I was that kid who stopped. Like I wouldn't do the Pledge of Allegiance. You could get shot in the Midwest. For I, did, I, didn't do, I was in the South. I didn't do the Pledge of Allegiance, but for other reasons. Well, you have your reasons too, right? Because yeah. you're Native American ties. Yeah. Well, I see. How can I don't blame you for that at all? And, and it's not that. And it's not that. I see. You have more of a reason. It's not that I hate Europeans or anything. I <laughs> there's no grudge against. There's so few of. You know what I mean? It's like human nature to be anti-Semitic. It seems like. Really, I, I think it's, it's. It seems like okay. So if if, we're, if Jews are like one of the oldest civilizations, or or at least not civilizations, but religions, religions. Okay. Um, for as long as they've been around, they've been persecuted. Yes. It seems like at a certain point in human evolution, like <laughs> they just humans pick like pick the scapegoat that they would have forever. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I went into PlayStation Home the other day. You ever go on there? No. Within five minutes, I was crowded in a circle and people were, like, slurring Jew. Well, you're going to hate going on DC Online. Any of those online games, they use Jew... And, My name and, is Jewish, Steve. but they use Jew like a. It's like a. It's like a curse word. No, on I there. know. Like, and when you roll on any is, of those MMOs, when you roll in is, but that's my favorite thing on Call of Duty is when I roll in as Jewish, and people start throwing me fucking anti-Semitic shit, and I go brap brap sniper rifle. Well, like friend. Xbox Live, I don't even <laughs> turn on martyr. my mic. Suck a step on my grenade, motherfucker. I don't even turn on my my headset on, on anymore on Xbox Live because it's Jew this and word that. Home, there's no headset. And word that faggot that. I was never gonna go. It's just horrible. It's horrible when kids are. God, I hate that. I went to the PlayStation Home to look around and shit. Can I say something? I love all of you here, but Jesse, I, I am so sorry. 
gotta go. No, I am so sorry for for how much I I know I now know what it feels, <laughs> I now know what it feels like. I now, yo, dude, I think you're adding a lot. Like this is great. Uh, you know what I mean? We're hitting a lot of shit. I think Brendo's adding a lot to the show. Oh. You want to go for like another twenty minutes? Sure. Make it like a a special fucking. I might have to step away for a moment. Feature dish? Why? I, I need to borrow your bathroom. Why? Borrow your bathroom? Are you going to take the toilet with you? Well, I have to piss. Why? Because it's human nature. You drink fluids? I thought about that with my dog. Like, everything shits and pisses. While he's in the bathroom, can I get a soda? What? That's like science. No, because you have to keep talking. Like, there can't... Yeah. There can't can't we just pause it? There can't be... Can we just pause it? You know why there can't be a god? Because everything shits. What? Think about that. It's just natural, though. Think about that. But everything on the planet shits. Jesus shits. What's that got to do with God. Because, like, the whole concept between intelligence Why is that bad? is evolution. It's you gotta evolution. get the waste out. So you're saying in a perfect world, in. you're saying in a perfect world we wouldn't need to take a yes. dump? Where would it go? Where, the fact that we produce waste, that means there's no God? Why do our bodies produce waste if it's there's a God? Part of the natural... Wouldn't God, God, like, if we're, if, if we're made in His image, but does no, that mean God then, shits? Time out. No, but it like, jerks off and, no, like... Okay, I've, just, I've been listening for about 20 minutes. I'm gonna tell you what I heard. Does God get morning wood? I, I worked with a guy whose father was a Catholic priest, so he knew a lot of shit. Uh, <laughs> I mean, religious. <coughs> and I asked him, because I was going through a crisis of faith for a while, <coughs> which is probably why I am where I am now. He was a, uh, he was born a snake handler and on handler. <laughs> Apparently, the story is, it was supposed to be a utopia. Earth was supposed to be a paradise. But when the first sin was committed, Eve eating the apple. Yes, because the snake was like sin entered the world. Sin entered the world. They're cast out of the garden of Eden. I don't know what apple is, but I'll try. I have a degree in biblical studies. Original sin, dude. Well, yeah. I mean, that's you know. But I don't see what shitting has to do with that. I I think they shat in the garden of Eden. No, I'm just saying that you think Adam was perfect, perfect until. Yeah, and I think Adam took a dump in the garden of Eden. That, do, that doesn't okay. mean he's not perfect. <laughs> no, but he's saying because... The, I don't know. Oh, you're saying shit is an imperfect... Yes. Why? The fact that our bodies create waste. Like, because of the food we eat. You don't, so, so you're saying in a perfect world, because then our bodies would somehow no, magically fucking... How? No, or in a yeah, perfect world, all the eat? food... Why do we have to eat? I don't no, I mean, that, that's why do I people get cancer? Because like, I was asking, why do we well, have to eat? Well, that's the problem of evil. What? It's called the problem of evil. Why is there... Bad things happen to good people. Why is there cancer? Why is there so you just laid like, on evil? Well, <laughs> I could give you the textbook answer. But I'm, no, I'm, I, don't, I know you're not currently practicing or whatever. But I, is that like you know, like when you say to people why they believe in God, they're like, it's my faith, it's my faith, it's my faith, it's just my faith. So is there just that amount of faith that everything else is just left up to evil? So it's either God or evil, everything. I think so, basically. I I, I disagree. It's like the fucking Donnie Darko. I don't know. Shit. I don't. I what don't. was it? Uh, the circle what was it Donnie Darko what? good hap- oh love love and, and, and fear fear yeah oh, yeah. yeah like everything can't be so everything's broken yeah. down into God which I disagree with that's why I have problems and lots of problems I, I see you saying funny though I think we've spoken about this though I don't I don't believe in the devil either but I say, I told you he's my favorite fictitious yeah. character of all time you read screw tape letters you should read screw tape letters it's good what? what's that C.S. Lewis it's basically these two to, but, but it's, he's, it's letters no, but he's, but he's, yeah but it's a good way of understanding like that worldview yeah, because he, it's these letters that's where the whole 
that's where the whole See, convincing. I, that's where that's the, that's where the whole saying like the greatest trick the devil ever played was convincing the world they didn't exist. That's where it comes from. Is screw tape letters. See, I, I was digging, it's two I was letters. Until it's basically an old demon and a young demon um, writing letters to each other, and that's where the whole the greatest trick the devil ever pulled is convincing the world they didn't exist, and that's where that comes from. Like basically convincing. I thought they came from. Talks Ryan about Singer, the problem of evil because he was scorned. By a, <laughs> Anyways, um, yeah, I don't know if you want to understand what Christians think about that. No, I know what they think. He was the fucking fallen angel or something. And then I'm watching this documentary on it. And then, like, at some point, he became at some point in the religious in the in the Romantic period, which was what uh, the mid 1700s, I believe. Uh, he became deified in religion, where they saw him as like a handsome rebel. Well, who challenged the Bible. The, it was during the revo- all the revolutions going on around the world, the French Revolution. So it was the 1700s. All those revo- you know what I'm talking about? No. The, the time of revolution. Okay. During like the French Revolution, the Russian Revolution, and there are all these revolutions happening all around the world concurrently. The devil was turned from an evil character into one of of inspiration almost. Really? He was an outcast who challenged the government of God, and you know what I mean? Yeah. And in, in literature, they stopped portraying him as horned and ugly and started making him kind of more suave-looking, and they, that's where that aspect of the devil came in. Like, the handsome devil. See, it's interesting. And then and then in the 20th century, the devil became a joke for the first time. Mm-hmm. He was on advertising and from fucking jelly beans and condoms, and like, you know what I mean? Whereas, like, 400 years earlier, mentioning the devil, like, like 500,000 people got murdered, burned to the stake for fear of the devil... In like Europe, and now that you can buy the devil in a pack of condoms, like religion's so fucking crazy. The devil condoms? <laughs> I don't know. Probably, right? Well, you're gonna have to excuse me for a moment. Are you going to take a piss? Yes. All right. You make fun of Jesse for a minute. We're gonna wrap up pretty soon. So, how? Wh- what was this like? Your first podcast ever? Did you enjoy it? It's awesome. Well, I used to do my own podcast. No, I actually. Not nah, joking. I know. I actually did a podcast way back in 2004. From China. You make it sound like that was so long ago. Well, that was when podcasting, like, podcasting as we know it, basically started. Who was the first podcaster? Um, well, there was this guy named Dave Weiner and then Adam Curry. Um, I used to actually, I did a couple guest spots on his show. Adam Curry? Yeah, he was an MTV VJ back in the 80s. Yeah, yeah, And he was, like, one of the first podcasters. He kind of created podcasting. As you know, there's always been, like, streaming radio so shows. So when you would podcast, you would do it by yourself? <laughs> At first, yeah, and then I started doing it with Skype with some of my friends, because, you know, I was in China. Was it weird doing it by yourself? For me, no, because look at me, I can talk forever. Like, I was How like, long would you talk for? Like an hour. <laughs> just talk your, you just talk about shit, the stuff hour? that was going on in China, and I would, like, read, I had, like, you know, I follow a lot of blogs and stuff, and, like, news, and so I'd talk about things that happen in the news, and I would usually put in, like, little segments, like, you know, if I saw a funny thing on The Daily Show, or... You would never get bored or, like, no, out of your own fucking mind. Well, when people started listening to it, and I started getting emails and stuff, and, like, that was the first time I got an email from Will Wheaton, was when I was doing that podcast. I was like, Dude, wow. you love Will Wheaton's nuts. I like Will Wheaton. I'm a big fan. You like his nuts? No. But you're no longer... What was that whole fucking geek blog thing? Well, we had this thing called The Geek Group. It was on a site called Propeller, which actually still exists. And we had a, a community called The Geek Group. And I worked for Will doing, um, I would like, it was like, there was message boards. and so like that, people you don't was, work for Will Wheaton anymore? Well, because he got laid off from Propeller because of the economic situation. They they laid off Will Wheaton? Yeah. Have they ever seen Stand By Me? Uh, he was the worst one in it. Oh, God, shut up. My name's Eight. So, 
basically Will got laid off, and then so he didn't, so he wasn't, you know, so then in the geek group, we were getting overtaken by spammers, and so we just ended that, so now we don't do that anymore. Yeah, speaking of spam, I told you, did I tell you fucking I got a website from myself? I got an email from myself at Camelot. Oh, yeah? Yeah, so. Yeah, you gotta watch out for that, because they'll try and use your domain name to send spam and shit, but. Webmaster. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, no, but you're the webmaster. Well. I don't know how to fix it. I don't even know what exactly. Although like, you can't really fix it. I got it. an email from Matt at Camelthorne.com. Yeah, like they they'll try to do that. We can't like block it somehow. Not really. Really? Holly can do it. Thank you. I'm gonna start paying you <laughs> in tales of adventure. Yeah. No. Do you want some? Did you just come on no. here to advertise shit? Do you want some tales of adventure? No. I'll give you one right now. No. Yeah, I was in Nepal. Shut up. Kathmandu, to be specific. And I was looking for the lost gold medallion of the Incas. Why would an Incan medallion be in Nepal? That comes into the story later. It was snowy. 35 hours. It was snowy that night. I had a slight chill. And my balls itched. Um, I'll save this for another another time. But it's a really good story. I'm sure it it is. It turns out the Incans were alien dinosaurs. Who can hold guns? guns? (laughs) What? He wouldn't have. Go to the dinosaurs, man. You don't even know what's happening. Oh. No we, idea. Should, should we hint, maybe? Yeah. Hint toward, you know. Toward what? What? Towards clothing? Towards. What? Towards purchasing. Purchasing? Oh! Um. What? Wow, really? What were you talking about? What are you guys talking I'm about? about? I'm a right now. Oh, fucking gun. Don't give away your ideas. All right. Uh, no, uh, do you want to do that? Yeah, I mean... We don't... Well, since we don't have it worked out ourselves, maybe... Maybe no. I can get it up tonight. What the hell are you guys talking about? Nah. Let's wait till you come back. Why? Listen to this. What are you guys talking about? Good, talk to them. <laughs> lost the audience. Talk to them for a minute while we talk amongst ourselves. Take a Brendo break. Okay, Brendo break. Um, you guys should go look at my webcomic. Don't plug shit. Talk about shit you like. I mean, I you throw in a plug talk after. about what? I don't know. What's your favorite TV show right now? My favorite TV show right now is probably Eastbound and Down, but it just ended. I hope they do more because um, it's awesome. You guys should watch it. Um, it's the same guy, Jody Hill, that directed, uh, directed, what was it called? Foot Fist Way and Danny McBride. It's really funny. It was on HBO. And right now I'm also watching Dollhouse. But there's this whole big controversy going on because there's an extra episode and they're not going to air it, which I think is a really bad sign for the show. Because, you know, if Fox is telling Joss Whedon we don't want to air this episode, you know, if you think if they like the show, they'd be like, yeah, sure, we got an extra episode. We'll air it. What the hell are these guys doing? Um, so that's kind of really weird and it's kind of a bad sign for the show. All right, so Jesse <laughs> has an announcement for you because he's a whore. I can't, why can't, why can't he pour out and I can't? cigarettes go. You can pour out. They're right there. Those are empty. Well, I don't know what to tell you. All right, Jesse, um. Who? If he can pour out, why can't I? Brendo, hey, (laughs) you listen to every episode of the show, right? Yeah. Do you consider yourself a fan? Yeah. Would, if there were a way to show your fandom of Bagged and Boarded to the world. Like a t-shirt? Yeah, would you do it? I would wear a t-shirt, hell yeah. Yeah? Yeah. If we took, and like. If we so okay, me and Jesse are thinking about starting a cafe press store for Bagnaborden. I hate cafe press. 
but well, there, something similar. The whole concept of it is we don't want to do it. Like if we yeah. did it through Cafe Press, he wouldn't be paying anything. We would. Be we do if we do it through Cafe Press, we don't lose any money. That's true. And the I thing guess is, so, like, we would this do is it, a we, Cafe Press shirt. So I guess, you know, I've made Cafe Press shirts in the past, so we we would. I almost bought one of your cable. So, <laughs> see, and they're okay, right? Yeah. Well, this is a Cafe Press shirt. All right, right so here, I think, quality. So we're gonna start a Cafe Press <laughs> store and. Here's your bag of board and promise right now, which is like to show how much we don't give a shit about the money making aspect. We're gonna do a dollar commission only on every single product. So basically, like you're only paying Cafe Press and you're giving us a dollar so I can give Jesse fifty cents to go to the arcade with. Sweet. Is that does that sound cool? They still have arcades? There was one in Westwood. Uh would you wear a bag of board shirt? Hell yeah. Do you think other people would? I think so. Do you think that's selling out? No, it's just getting the word out. That's the best way. I mean, we're actually working See, we on. We were kind of, we were kind of hesitant because we didn't want to feel like fucking like. We're working on ideas for to... t-shirts for our comic because you know you got people wearing that shirt. People well, are gonna it. see we it. Pl- you have like two comics up, man. We got fucking. I have. We are on our seventh actually today, really? number seven. Congratulations! Thank you. Lucky number seven. Yes. It's really funny. You guys should check it out. Braxcomics.com. <laughs> you motherfucker. Yeah. How do you like that? <coughs> so we're gonna we're gonna start a uh, a cafe press. I store. totally buy it, dude, and I wear it. And then you get somebody you get to you wear that stuff at like Comic Con. You know or us, we'll do we'll do fucking mouse pads and crazy so shit. So you got too. people walking around a Comic Con with your shirt on, that's huge. So people if you folks we'll, that. we'll keep it we'll keep it as cheap as human. I will gladly possible. wear a bagged and burden shirt for at least a day at Comic Con. I, I appreciate around. it, dude. <laughs> with my Brax comic sticker on it as well. <laughs> We'll keep it and pop box music. That's we'll my record label. <laughs> Jesus, poppboxmusic.com. He's worse than me. All we'll, right. We'll keep it as economical as possible, folks. We will provide a link in the um in the talkback section. Ooh, talkback. We're not on that talk website. Yeah. I don't know what that was about. In the message board. What do you call Where's it? Where's your the message comments? board? The one on QuickStop? Yeah. That I can't get an account for. Why? It won't send me the verification email. We'll talk to uh, Uncle Scrooge. I've sent him email. He never emailed me back. No, he doesn't like you. I like his podcast. You heard about that time you talked to... Uh, yeah. Hey, hey. You well, know what I was We have to say. talk about that because I was right. Bullshit, you were right. I know... All right, she folks. was raising money for her friend. Hey, hey. Ah, it's right. She was raising money for her friend who went to Africa. So I was right. It wasn't. I was completely right. I just was a little mistaken. Not like you. You're so full of crap. You don't even remember me. And that's the worst kind of not liking. What the hell ever? What the hell ever? That's a t-shirt right there. And on that note, uh, no. Before that note, so we will provide a link for the Cafe Press store as soon as we get everything. As soon as we get everything, why don't you use your board on Camel Toe? What? The one that nobody uses. We the, one use that. Like, the one that's all spammed the fuck up? No, we no, fixed we it. Like I fixed that users. shit for you. Like I fixed it for you. I fixed it for you. So we'll do a quick plug, folks. If you want to jump on the... I mean, if for any reason you want to you want to join us over at cameltoadproductions.com, there's a message board. Me and Brenda are the only ones who talk on there. And you can go to brendoman.com and talk to me. And you can do that. Jesse, what's your website? Jesse is awesome. Exactly, because he's not an asshole. And, and if he wants note, a website, he can go to me, and I'll make him a website. As soon as I come up with something. Hell can yeah. I give them the note? What note? And on that note, oh, I'm Matt Cohen. Jesse Rebels. Brendan Creasy. We've been bagged and boarded, and we've been kind of real. Fake. Fake. Awesome. What?